Welcome to Learn to Buy and Sell Cars with your host, Randy Adams. Randy has been in the business for decades and is ready to share with you everything you need to know about buying, selling, trading, and dealing with cars. And now, the host of Learn to Buy and Sell Cars, Randy Adams. Good morning, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for being a listener. I hope you have a great weekend. I hope you spend a little time with your family, go to church, spend a little time with Jesus. Uh, let's, let's pray to him. Dear Heavenly Father, I come before you and I give you the praise and the glory, opportunity, the talent, and the blessings you bless me with, and I may pour it out to these listeners that they'll learn and grow, make better decisions, and really know what the main thing in their life is, and that's being the best person they can be, focusing on you, and enjoying each and every day to the fullest. And that's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Now it's time to turn on Facebook Live, Randy Adams, because let me tell you something. If I'm praying they don't like that, they'll take me off. Oh, yeah. I think they're about to kick me off anyway because I'm a Trump supporter. Um, you know, and we're – and why – you know, I think I've told you before, I had this guy out of – uh, Ohio called me and said, Randy, you got to quit talking about the Bible and politics. And I said, hey, man, turn your radio dial. And he's in the high Ohio, and my show's on from 10 to 10.30. So that's 11 to 11.30. I said, he said, no, I'm not going to turn my radio dial. He said, I'll, but you got to stop talking about the Bible and politics. I said, hey, turn your radio off. Because I'm not going to change. I mean, that, that's just that's my two cents. Um, the good Lord's blessed me, and He's talent. He gave me the talent. He gave me the wisdom, um, and I, I don't want to change. I want you to know. I want you to learn. I want you to see what you're doing wrong. I want you to examine yourself. Examine how you purchase stuff. I examine what you're doing with your life, your money, your budget. Are you tired of not having anything left? I mean, I think the millenniums. Our millenniums are are tired of seeing their parents with no money at the end of the month. I mean, so many of them are doing so much better because they don't put themselves in a group. Look what tiny homes are doing, and look what's going on. And I buy real estate. I mean, I've got the best real estate team. I've got a great designer team. I've got crews that work on it. In fact, I'm trying to buy a couple of houses that need work right now that we're dealing on, and we're working on an RV park possibility, but I'm 71 years old, and I don't want to quit. I want to be productive. I want to be um, active, and and you know, until the good Lord takes me. I'm on barred time anyway. I should have been dead years ago, uh, but the good Lord said, "No, let's keep him around a little longer. He's got a decent radio show." And so, but I want you to to invest in your life, invest in your time, invest in. What are you giving back? Who are you helping? Um, I, I got, uh, I called a lady yesterday that I'd done some business with, and she just lost her job. She's a city planner and a, and a zoning person. And, you know, but God closes doors and opens new doors. And I really believe that it's going to, this lady, she's still young. She, he's going to open the door for her. She's struggling with her car. I'd like to help her there. I tried to convince her to, the car she was selling was better than one she was buying. But, you know, sometimes it's hard to listen to somebody that you don't know. Even though you know me from the radio show, 
sometimes it's hard to say no to yourself and and you listen to so many other people but i mean with 57 years of experience for me i mean i i know all the holtz all the stories all the everything and that's why i tell the good the bad and the ugly about the car business and i mean it is ugly i mean i ran across the scripture today uh, that knocked my socks off this morning at about 6 o'clock. And uh, it's in Jeremiah, and, and it pertains to the car business today. It says here, Their tongue is a deadly arrow. It speaks deceptive. They're de- they want to deceitfully take advantage of you. With this mouth, each speaks uh, peaceably to his neighbor. I'm going to finish that up in a minute. But in his heart, he plans an ambush for his neighbor, his friends. What car dealers do, they hire these people that need a job, and they convince them to sell their family, their friends, their neighbors, everybody they know. And they convince them they're giving them great deals when they're getting ripped off. And the salesperson don't know. And they're thinking they're doing, and most of the time they're on straight salary. So when they make a big commission, they don't participate in it. And they think, hello, Dan and Dick and Mike, they, they don't understand what they're doing. So after they go through their friends, their family, their high school uh, friends, their everybody, their previous employees, employers, they go through all these people, and they're so excited that they're selling something, and the, and the dealerships train them so well. But at the end of that string of customers, if they're not unbelievable salespeople, they kick them out. They send them down the road. But the problem is, oh, Paul, uh, and so, and, oh, okay. And so what we're going to do next is we're going to talk about you know, how do you prepare yourself? How do you look? You know, we trust, but we verify. We look, and we verify. And in that scripture, it says here, with his mouth he speaks peaceably to his neighbor. And that's what they do. They convince your neighbor. They talk, hello, Donnie. Donnie's got an auction going on in Odom, Texas. I wish I could get down there in time to to catch it, they have a great sale. Danny Jennings and them, they've sold some stuff for me. So I know y'all going to have a good sale today. This is the second Saturday. I think it's on today. And so, uh, no, they've had some stuff, that's cool stuff down there, and I like going to auctions. Hello, Kent. And so we we go through this stuff. We've got to be able to trust people trying to sell us something. But let's verify. Let's take a look. Let's understand what's the interest rate. What's the price? Price is still king when you're buying a vehicle. Price does matter. But a lot of people, you know, we just went through this zero interest rate. And car dealers got smart because manufacturers quit building, and they're going to run out of cars. So what they do, they went way up on price. Like I've explained the last couple of weeks, new car dealers are having record, record profit money. Uh, and have this opportunity to do so well because of the zero interest. See, the manufacturers bought the the note down from three uh, percent to two percent uh, to zero. The manufacturers knew they needed to get rid of all the inventory, stall all over, 
hey, I guarantee you they trim the fat out of their business. They're prepared just in case we get the Democrat Party, which is a socialist party, which is really the communist party. You know, uh, uh, you know, I was talking to a gentleman the other day, and we were talking about the Democrat Party. And I was a Democrat growing up. My dad was. And I listened to him. But then when LBJ became a giveaway artist and an outlaw, we we became independents, and I'm still an independent. I've 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 leaned toward Republicans, but you know, a lot of them are blue coats, you know, and uh, I get mad at them anyway. But uh, I want the best for this country, and you know, we got to get out and we got to vote. But JFK would not have been a Democrat today. Democrat Party would have kicked him out because do not don't. You know, I mean, he, he talked about doing for your country, helping your country, loving your country. You know, not not ask not what your country can do for you, but what you can do for your country. I mean, best thing we can do for our country right now is get out and vote and vote for Trump. He has done so well for our country. And the Democrats, I, I keep repeating, and, and I ran across this, what, two, three weeks ago. You know, Proverbs ten eighteen. if you hide hatred in your heart, you'll have lying lips. Boy, if that's not the Democrat Communist Party, I'm telling you, uh, that was written three, four thousand years ago, and it's so true today. Just like the scripture on Jeremiah was written three, four thousand years ago, and it's so true today. Their tongue is a deadly arrow. I, hey, their tongue puts you, pushes your button sells you, lets you know exactly what you can afford, and they don't even know you, and they don't care. See, and I'm disappointed in Randolph Brooks. They're indirect lending now. You know, and they're, I thought they were the best credit union around. I loved them, um, and I'm still looking for a sponsor. But I don't understand banks and credit unions not wanting to sponsor my show. Don't you want your customer to know right from wrong what's best for them? to do the make the best purchase, to have money left at the end of the month so you make all your payments? Don't you want your customers and your employees no right from wrong in purchasing? But no bank, no credit union wants to talk to me. I mean, they shun me because I'm trying to help everybody, but they'd rather have somebody buried making 2% on it while the dealer picks up 2 to 20% on the interest, if you don't look out, look at that credit. Look at your credit. Look at your opportunities. Look at everything and know exactly what you're paying. I've talked to so many people that are paying 18 and 20% interest that ought to be paying 2 and 3. Why? Because they don't look. They don't look at that contract. They don't stay. They stay focused. Because in our mind, do you get so enthralled and excited that you're buying this different car and I hate the one I'm driving. You know, that's what they talk about on all the commercials. I hate the one I'm driving, but you do you drive your mind so crazy that you won't look at a contract and see? Just like that lady that bought that Tundra off of the big guy on I-10, you know, she thought she was paying 18000 Her son realized she's paying 36000 They tried to get that deal backed up, and it's not going to happen. Hey, these new car dealers that indirect lending. Hey, they got her bought somewhere, and they collected the money. That's done. They done spent it or put it in their bank account, and she's now going to pay thirty six thousand 
for 2012, 140,000 mile Tundra. Little, you know, that's worth, she's paying 36, and the unit go through the auction, bring 12 grand, you know, somewhere in that ballpark, maybe a little more. But what what have you done lately? Uh, do you, seems like, how many years have you been paying on a car? I was talking to a gentleman the other day that's a couple of years younger than me. He said he's been making payments for 40 years. I said, you ever had one paid for? He said, no. He said, I, you know, I get me a, you know, three-year note, and after two years I try trading. I get me a four-year note, and after three years I go to try and trade. I got, had me a five-year note, and after four years I go to trading. I got a six-year note now, and I'm trying to trade again. And so it's a, it's a cycle. It's a cycle that do we ever get out of? Man, I'm driving old 07 uh, uh, Avalon I bought from a lady. I bought her truck about six, eight months ago. And uh, I love it. I mean, it good transportation, runs and drives good. It's got a few miles on it. But for the money I get around, it does the job. I'm not out trying to impress anybody. And we got to buy new cars. And dealers have got to make money. And that's what I love about uh, Granite Hills and, and Lano. Great people. You can go to Lano.com and check out their inventory. They're getting a bunch of inventory. But they're hands-on dealers they're hands-on owners and they're there every day and they work hard and they talk to people and they don't play any games they're trying to build a reputation like i used to know years ago with lawrence marshall in hempstead texas i mean he's one there's very few owners that i really highly regard and one of them's here in san antonio just one and uh he was another one and these guys up there in Lano, they're they're great. And and if you want a job, if you're a mechanic especially or or title clerk or all kinds of odds and ends, hey, go to Granite Hills in Lano, Texas. That's a Chevrolet Buick dealership. Talk to Bruce or Kurt, and uh, and see what they they're treating people right. They treat me right for which uh, wholesalers in San Antonio they kick us around and make fun of us, and the owners don't like us no more. We used to help them years back, but they don't think we're helping them anymore. And so they, but they need so much money to keep these operations going. So they want to steal the trades. They want to not give you enough. They want to make money on the interest. They want to make money on extended warranty and gap and everything else. And so it's a huge amount of money that they have to keep up. Uh, most dealerships are a million and a half to two million a month every month to keep the door open. Every month, how'd you like to play that game? Would you would you sleep very good on it? Oh, they don't worry about it because they're going to gather up profit two three million a month, and so they clear the overhead by a million at least every month. And so, but they got to make that money on somebody. Who they making the money on is you, uh, callers. If you've got any questions, this is Title Week. For some reason. I've I've had a lot of calls from people that don't have their title and they bought a vehicle. I've I've also saw a couple of deals where people bought from used car dealers and they didn't get it transferred. Usually the new co- used car dealer will trade will charge you the tax title and transfer and then they hand you the title, they swallow that money, hand you the title and they don't get it transferred. I had a Ford diesel, I buy Ford diesels and Dodge diesels and Chevrolet diesels with bad diesels. 
and they had a bad motor, and I was going to buy it from them. But they didn't transfer it, and they didn't want to transfer it. You know, they were sick of the unit. They want it gone as soon as possible. And so, but they, the title was messed up. If your title's messed up, you can't sell it. You know, and so then I've talked to so many people this week that they didn't get a title. And here's a guy that's been out riding around on a black tag I talked to yesterday. And he doesn't have a title. He's riding around on a Nissan. And the guy uh, right now is not in business. But he needs to call. There's a lot of places you can call and get your title and get it handled. Look at the previous title. Look at Carfaxes. Right now, the big scam in the car business is used car dealers go to the auction, buy cars, and they look for cars that have bad car faxes, been wrecked, have issues, something going on. You know what, Barry? I forgot to give the phone number out to call in. 210, call us. There's no dumb questions. 210-340-9585. Yeah, that's it. 9585. Been too too long ago. 210-340-9585. 210-340-9585. Give us a call. There's no dumb questions. Love to talk to you. And so, but we, we've got to figure out what we can afford. There's two kinds of cars afford and can't afford, and man, them can't affords are miserable. You know, I mean, you know, uh, I was talking to a gentleman that's got a Mercedes, and he asked me, he said, you know where a good Mercedes mechanic is? I said, yeah, I know where a few are. He said, well, I've been working on this car for a year. I talked to a lady that uh, has got some Mercedes also that, she don't think they're worth working on because it costs so much money to work on. Know what you're driving. Know what you own. Know what you need to spend on one. I mean, do the research. You know, we, we shop so hard. We look at if you're getting ready to buy a new refrigerator, a new TV or something, we research it hard for 30, 90 days, but we don't research vehicles. We don't research what's good, what will fit our budget, what will fit our family, our lifestyle. And make decisions today that will pay off tomorrow. And so uh, here's a gentleman that's riding around. He had to go buy a, a tag for 30 days. And he still doesn't have his title. And he's still not doing anything about it. And so he didn't have a title. A lady paid a dealership. She had to cancel check. I saw it. And she doesn't have a title. Sad situation for that lady. You know, and uh, so I told her what to do, who to make a call on, how to get it solved. So there's there's always a possibility of title situations. I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly, and I have to have the title. Uh, also, the state is watching for laundering money. So what does the state do? They come in and harass me. They check all my titles and my checks, making sure that I write a check to the person that's on the title. That's another new situation. Just bought a car from a high school friend of mine, old family friend forever, and his wife passed away last Saturday, and it really hurt because it was unexpected. And I bought her car to help him to pay for the funeral. I mean, you know, sometimes things don't work out the way we want to. Sometimes things are rough on us. And I feel sorry for the people. I feel sorry for the people I'm dealing with, trying to help. 
And, you know, but it's still, there's nothing free in the car business. I've got a minister. If you, I've got a, a minister that's a great guy. I'm trying to find a car that I can donate to him or somebody can donate to him and uh, get him transportation. Life has turned south on him and his, and his vehicle's about to go south on him. And so I'm trying to find that unit that I could trade, put him in, give him good transportation for the next two, three years. I hope I find that vehicle. I hope that opportunity comes up. And, and you know, so many times we get an opportunity to bless somebody in life. Have you had that blessing lately? I want to help everybody I can. And I'll give you the best information I can. But, you know, sometimes things just don't work out um, I was dealing with a guy that listens on my show, and, and I felt sorry for him. But this guy was looking for the perfect car, I felt like, and I was fixing every little bitty thing that there was there. And he was, you know, a new new expedition, $70,000. I sell him a low-mileage one for ten nine. Well, I mean, I'm talking about a 50,000-mile expedition, I just felt like the customer wasn't going to be happy. I mean, and here he's buying it for his son. Sometimes I think we have to back off from deals and just wait. I mean, and I want, I'd rather have a happy customer than an unhappy customer, of course, but I'd rather have them in something that they really appreciate. And sometimes I think we're too demanding. Um, hey, what man makes breaks. You can't depend on these things to run forever. You, they're not going to run forever. And you can't believe what people will tell you about one. Just, you know, and, you, and you've got to do your homework. You got, you've got to be prepared for a battle for your money because car dealers will tell you anything to sell you. And they'll put a big smile on your face, tell you how they love you, how they're your friend, this, that, and the other. And the couple that I was buying the... Uh, Ford diesel with a bad diesel motor uh, they told me said oh man they told us what a great truck it was and it was terrible it was it never ran right lady that bought a uh, off of a buy here pay here in San Antonio her Ford truck never run right so she took it back to them and they they picked it up because she was late on the first month. She'd spent all month trying to get this truck to run, takes it back to them, and they repo her. They take it away. So, I mean, you got to be prepared, make a better decision, be prepared to be lied to. I mean, they're going to smile at you and tell you, hey, give me your money. I love your money. I love that situation. And right now, don't do a title loan. It's 330% interest. It's illegal in 27 states. And car dealers keep telling me, Randy, keep telling everybody how bad title loans are. They're horrendous. I mean, you, the odds of you losing your car is about 99%. You're going to lose it. Cost you 330% interest. You're never going to be get your vehicle back. Hey, sell your vehicle to me. Sell it to somebody. Take that money. Get your cheap transportation and tend to your business. That's the way it'll work, a little, ten times better. But tell your friends, tell your neighbors, tell your relatives, tell you everybody that, hey, don't do a title loan. It is a pure disaster. 
remember I buy real estate. I buy collections of stuff, uh, estate sales. Um, I had an auction business for 25 years, so uh, I know I buy all kinds of stuff. I just bought a grill for a 54 Ford pickup. What do you do with that? That's a wall hanger. It's pretty cool. And then I'm buying some signs. I bought a sign for some from some people. So, you know, if you got stuff laying around or if you've inherited a bunch of stuff or if you need to get rid of stuff, uh, give me a call. I've got also designer teams if you want to freshen up your house. Um, got crews, this, that, and the other. So give me a call, 830-708-4789. Uh, I'm going to give my phone number out later. So get your pen and paper, and also give us a call here, 210-340-9585. If you had a title problem, um, we might discuss it a little bit on air. I mean, I'm not going to embarrass you. Uh, A lot of people, there's all kinds of stuff. Um, There's lots of laws, lots of changes. Uh, And, hey, if if you bought it from a car dealer, the state states, in the in the bylaws that you the dealer has to transfer it and put it in your name we can't just hand you a title unless you're going out of state that's the only way that works god bless you i hope you're listening uh remember i buy the good the bad and the ugly make sure you tune in the second half of the show and uh thank you uh lano.com hello i'm randy adams learn to buy and sell cars.com Heard right here at 6.30, the word, every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. I talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly in the car business. You need any questions answered, give me a call, 830-708-4789. Hello again, San Antonio. This is Randy Adams, Learn to Buy and Sell Cars.com. Thank you for tuning in. God bless you. Hope everything's going correctly for you today. Um, we've got a caller online, it looks like soon as I find where I'm going on here, but anyway. <laughs> so, this is that Carlos? Hello, Carlos. How yeah, you doing right. today? Good morning to you, sir. How you doing? First, thank good, you. Good, Thank you. Your listeners, and to you, hopefully your family, everybody's good in health and, yeah, and everything. Really. Thank so, you. The reason I bother you right now, sir, is I'm here with people in Ovolaredo, but in Laredo, the United States, and they push us a car, and we have to be aware of all these things. Hopefully you can explain better. Uh, they sold in a car first, you know, the title, it's not the title, the color is different, you know, it was a red one. It's and a red title? One. Yes, sir. And the other and that's a non-negotiable a title. And so that's the touch of fiction. Is it I in their right? name or somebody else's name? It's somebody else's name. They're okay. signing in the back and everything. Okay. And the other one is the guy, he has a title, but don't, don't show up in the system at all, you know. Is the there's no the system to go good. Let me call Randy right now because this is very serious. So, so the very, car is not in what system? When they state to, the state system, in the state system, you have the blue title, sir. Have the the blue title is a good negotiable title, and they they put the, the serial number in the system, you know, to, to punch the information. Right. I can imagine this don't show up at all in the system, it's like a uh, Well, computers make mistakes, but a red title is a problem. You know, what I would do if I was them, number one, they really don't have a title. Somebody handed them a non-negotiable title, which they can't transfer and they can't put it in their name. Was it a dealer or was it a uh, 
individual that they bought it from? Uh, that's individual, sir. The other one See, was and so that individual's got a loan somewhere on that car, and they might even have a title loan on it. Lots of times what people do is they get a title from their bank that they paid it off, and they go get a title loan, and mm-hmm. and so then they had the red title because red titles were available <laughs> before the recent e-title that came up. E-titles is... If you've got a lien, the uh, the state keeps it in their computer in Austin. And then what I just went through this with a new car dealer. Uh, what happens with these e titles? I'm gonna make a. I'm gonna explain it so everybody can understand. Then we'll get back to the red title and your guy. But the e title is a lien on it from uh, the bank. Well, the bank has got 48 hours. Hello, Greg. And so 48 hours to tell the state that the title has been paid off. Well, sometimes these bankers, with 48 hours, they forget it the next day, and they don't notify the state. Well, I've got a high-dollar truck sitting out that I've got sold, and the man needs the title. Hello, Cliff. And so they, we don't have the title. We're going on several months but the bank forgot to notify the state. The, hello, Roger. And the state <coughs> sends the title to the previous owner who, you know, and then the previous owner has to take it into the dealership. And he's out of out of the area. He doesn't live here. He bought it from them. And he lived, I think, a couple of hundred miles away. Hello, Debbie. And so you've got e-titles that's got kind of a mess up on it. So... Here we're out 90 days on a $50,000 truck, and it, and it's because the bank didn't notify the state so the state could send the title back. Now, a red title is non-negotiable. This all happened before the e-titles. And so his title, that title's no good. There's another title floating around somewhere that's negotiable that he could put in his name. But evidently, the owner either had a loan on it or did a title loan on it. And somebody's looking for that car. I guarantee you. Some lender is going to, odds are. Now, if you need to get verification to get it back in the system, what you have to do is take the DPS, uh, Department of Public Safety, and let them look at the serial number and look at the hidden serial number. Now, what I've seen before also is in the truck business when the thieves were running rapid in New Brunswick at one time about 30 years ago, they were taking trucks, they were stealing them, and they were swapping the VIN numbers out. They'd go to a, to a salvage yard, buy a truck, get the VIN number, and, and swap it over to one they stole. But that don't seem like that's the situation in this one right here. But it sounds like to me being a red title, somebody that guy that sold to him's got a lien or he's got a title loan lien somewhere. He handed the title that he had paid off, got back from the bank, and then he sold him the car, and somebody's looking to get the rest of their money for it because they have the right title. So you got to watch out what color title you get from individuals. That's why I buy so many cars from my listeners. They don't want to fool with all these scams. Uh, about uh, a year ago, I found a truck I wanted, and it was on Craigslist. 
So I called the people, and they they were super rude to me. You know, they didn't they didn't know my radio show. I found it, so I called them. I said, I want to buy your truck. Well, this is the way it's going to go. We're tired of these scammers. We're tired of PayPal. We're tired of all this other stuff. And you got to meet us at the bank with a cashier's check. Hello, Don. And I said, okay, I'll do it. Well, come to find out, their son worked at the bank, and they'd been scammed around, and everybody was trying to scam them off of their truck. So I, I met them over there. I paid them for their truck, and they were thrilled, and things worked out. But they got to tell me the horror stories about foreigners, about out-of-state people, out of everybody that was trying to scam them to get their truck. And I mean, they had a super nice truck. I sold it. It made money. It went down the road. But, you know, I caught it at the right time, right place, and I could go pay for it. And so I just went down to Freer, Texas, and bought three low-mileage. One's a 2010 Ford with 18,000-mile Lariat. Looks brand new in the box. A 2010, uh, uh, hello, Johnny, uh, Mazda CX-9 with 25,000 miles. And then an 05 Suzuki with low miles. So, I mean, I go a lot of places to buy all kinds of cars. I was buying that Ford diesel with a bad motor. It just the title was messed up, and the people didn't want to straighten it up. And I can't buy a bad title. What am I going to do with it? Especially if the state shows up and goes to look through my titles, they'll say, "What in the world did you do here? You laundering money?" And then you know, then it'll be opening up a can of worms, and they'll check me all. They check me a lot anyway. I really believe that the, the state people want to take their family to Slitterbond, drop them off, and harass me, and then pick them up at the end of the day, tell their family, "I brought you to Slitterbond." And still worked. So anyway, uh, I would have that thing checked. But also, you got to find the right title on that thing, uh, Carlos, in order to straighten this deal up. And and I've, I explained, uh, it's title week. It, it really, you, you fell right into it because it's been title week. Talking to so many people that don't have titles on vehicles they paid for. You still there, Carlos? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. What about the title? Don't show it in the system. Well, you're going to have to take it to the Department of Public Safety and have them check the VIN number and check the hidden. They have hidden numbers on all cars where the state can look and see on the frame what the real original number is, and they can put it back in the system. Okay. But you have to get the state. Antonio, to check it out, can we call you? Can you allow us to call yeah, you? Yeah, you can give me a call. Let me give you my mobile, 830 830- Seven zero eight four seven eight nine, and I do answer my phone. If I don't answer, call back, or I'll return your call. A lot of people say I can't believe you answer your phone. I can't believe you call me back. I wouldn't put my phone number out if I wouldn't. You know, I'm gonna give you honest, free information. Sometimes that's all it's worth, and uh, but I'm gonna try my best to help you any way I can. And I thank really you, Carlos. You bet. Thank well, you. You need something from the border? <laughs> no, I don't need anything from Laredo right now. So have fun down there. And I know you, you're talking to all your, your friends down there. You make friends so easy, evidently. God bless you, uh, Carlos, for helping thank so many you. people. Thank you to you and the radio station, sir. I really appreciate thank you. Thank you. You bet. God bless you and your family. You know, Carlos is one of those people that listens every week and he tries every week. Hello, Butch and, and Alex and uh, 
uh, Alexis. And so he he wants to help people. He wants to educate people. He wants to make better decisions. But sometimes I don't think the banks and the credit union care about right decisions and, and helping their customers, making sure they're taken care of, making sure that they make the right decisions, you know. And I talked to one bank, and they said, oh, no, we don't do indirect lending. I said, yeah, but you have customers that buy cars. They all drive used cars. Don't they need to make better decisions? And the banker says, well, we, you know, we just don't make car loans. I said, how do these people get around? Your, do your people ride a bus or what do they do? They Uber or what? He said, no, they own cars and trucks. Well, maybe you need to educate them. Maybe they need to make the right decisions. Maybe they need to know what's going on and who's pushing their button and what's the new deals out and how, how we're going to have to buy a car for certification because it's going on in Dallas and it'll come down here and dealers will pump you up 2200 to 3500 pure profit saying that you got to buy this car because it's it it's certified there's lots of games out there that are coming your way so you got to be prepared you got to be educated you got to be hey what's the toughest thing in the world is tell ourselves no no you know and so uh but i mean i'm still finding people that are doing it right just like just like uh, Granite Hill Chevrolet and Buick, with uh, and you can go to Lano.com. And if you want their phone number, give me a call. They're great people. I've, I've been dealing with them. I like dealing with them. I mean, it's such a pleasure to deal with somebody that's not going to mouse you around, lie to you, try to put you together, you know. And, and they'll sell you a new Chevrolet or Buick with the right price and take care of you and not play no games and not put a bunch of add-ons and not hammer you in the F&I department. I mean, that's where th- this has all become a game, and it's like a football game. And, and buying a car, it, you know, you've got so many different plays, so many different people that, that can handle the ball. And when you handle the ball, that's the sale, that's the closing, that's the money that they they gather up. And so you've got add-ons right now. You've got stuff that you shouldn't buy. You've got now you've got certifications coming in. You got ways of they can make money on the finance and everything that they touch, everything they do, uh, extended warranties, gap. Uh, we want to put nitrogen in your tires. We want to etch your windshields. We want to put uh, charge you $150 for a $15 pinstripe. We want to charge you everything in every way we can. And right now, they're getting a lot of trades off the service department. Just talked to a gentleman, a lady, I'm sorry, a lady that uh, went to get her brakes fixed, and they wanted to charge her $1,800. Well, I sent her to a shop, and they fixed it for 250 Now, how much difference is 1800 to 250 for the same job? You've got to do your homework. Go to YouTube. Figure out what it takes to fix it. Go get online. Figure out where to buy the parts. Shop parts. Uh, shop everything. I mean, this is your hard-earned money. You don't want to give it away. If you want to give it away, give it away. Give it to charity at least, you know. And so a lot of – hello, Kim. A lot of people don't want me around because they don't they don't want the truth spread. And, and we're on a football field. And they're running plays at you in every direction. You're standing out in the middle of fifty yard line, and they got game plans against you. They got everything they can think of against you, every opportunity against you, and so you got to be prepared mentally, physically, and spiritually for a battle, and and that's the key. 
What are you, which direction are you going? What, you got to say no to yourself. That is the toughest thing in the world to say. You got to say no to yourself. And I tell you, we, we've got to also think about all the, the things that's going on in our lives that'll, that'll affect us later on. You know, I mean, society's got to the point where everybody has a right, but nobody has responsibility. Responsibility for their decisions, responsibility for their choices. And, you know, Albert Einstein, he stated that, you know, it's not what the evil is doing in the world. It's that we're watching it happen and we're not doing anything about it. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll share those scriptures with car dealers. And so what are they doing? What are you doing about it? we got to get out and vote. We got to do our part, and I I put on my Facebook if I support the police, I support the sheriff's department, I I support them all in law enforcement, and if you don't like it, delete me. You can delete me, but we've got to be ready to do our part, and our part is to vote Christians in, vote the Bible in, vote what's rights in, and make sure that we do our part. You can't complain about who's in office if you don't vote. So if you didn't vote, don't complain. And so, but we've got to do what's right. I mean, Albert Einstein, what was that written 50, 80 years ago? That it's not the evil in the world that's, that makes the changes. The changes is that you don't do anything about it. You've got to get out. You've got to vote. And really, I'm telling you something. If you vote for Biden, you're voting for communism. And if you don't vote, you're helping Biden. You want to put them in. Hey, that lady Harris, she couldn't tell the truth if you held a pistol on her. And she's not going to tell the truth. The Democrat Party, and I've got relatives. I've got ex-father-in-law that was big time in the Democrat Party. He don't care what they say. He's going to vote with them. He don't care what he does. He's going to vote for them. The problem is... It, you know, he's getting up in age, and that's I'm glad he's that age. But let me tell you something. Democrat Party comes in, all his retirement's sitting in, in the stock market. Let me tell you something. It can crash. They hate business. They hate prosperity. That's the problem. Hey, I'm telling you, Proverbs 10, 18. If you hide hatred in your heart, you know, you're going to have lying lips. And they do lie. They do They do hate the country. They hate Trump. They hate Trump so bad their minds are messed up. I, I tell you what, I, I didn't hate Obama. I thought he was doing a terrible job. I didn't hate Biden. I thought he was doing a terrible job. But, you know, we can say something. What happened to the days that we could say something about politics and discuss politics and remain friends and walk off? There's divorces right now. Over because it's, the families are split on who to vote for. People have gone. They, when your opinion becomes your god, you're you're in trouble. When your opinion, I have a a lady friend of mine, and her family, her their opinion is more important than their love for their mother. They're telling her who to vote for. Their love, their opinion of their love is stronger than the love for their mama. That's ridiculous. Have we lost the love 
that we need? I mean, do, do you love your opinion more than you do people? Do you feel sorry for people? I mean, I really do. I feel sorry for people that can't make a decision. I feel sorry for people who make a bad decision in buying a car. I feel sorry for the people that can't see the future and what's going on and how to make a decision today that they're not paying for the next, you know, seven years. We all, I mean, I saw so many. I walk out of church on at Cornerstone. I'm, I'm on the north side. I'm on the Stone Oak door. Uh, I greet all the people that come in there, and I help the visitors, and I help the kids get to Sunday school. And I love serving. But, I mean, hello, Toby. Do you see? When you got a serving, loving heart, you know, you're going to have joy in your heart. You're going to have peace in your heart. But if you've got to have your way and you're full of pride, greed, and selfishness, nothing's ever going to fit together the way it's going to be. We've got to give back. We've got to do our part. And I guarantee you, if you, if you vote for Biden, you're voting for communism. And if you don't vote, I'm telling you, you're helping him. And we don't need that right now. We need prosperity, joy, and peace for our country because we've got the greatest country on earth, but we keep driving down the wrong road. It's not going to come back the way that you think it should. You know, and so the main thing, think about the main thing in your life. What is the main thing? Hello, Dick. What is the main thing in your life? You know, I mean, you know, is it driving the biggest, baddest car, biggest, baddest truck, and then, you know, and then begging somebody to take it down the road? You know, make better decisions today because it, it will cost cost you in the long run. And, uh, you know, we're going to see something new always. We're in a market change, and it always happens this time of the year. Why? It's because, you know, it's, I tell you what, it's always wise to count the cost before setting out to do great undertakings, buildings, building businesses, uh, parties, weddings. I mean, you know, but I mean, are we counting the cost of a vehicle lately? Hey, did you really put it in your budget? You know, that's what I look at everything. I invest constantly in real estate. I'm always buying houses or doing something, remodeling something. Um I don't know. I just, I like staying busy. Uh, I'm, I'm one of those people, if I'm not busy, I'll subject get in trouble. And, I, you know, I've been in trouble enough in my lifetime. But uh, I, I want you to understand who pushes your button. You know, this four square, that zero interest rate, December to remember, what's going to be next? The hell damage. I had a gentleman tell me, man, I bought this new car and they knocked 4,500 off because of the hell damage. I said, oh man, they probably collected 10 or 12,000. And I said, what day will knock off the window sticker? He said, zero. I said, so you paid full window sticker. They knocked 4,500 and they collected probably 10 or 12,000 from the insurance company. He said, yeah. I said, well, now you're going to have to figure out what you're going to do uh, because, you know, how are you going to overcome this if you want to trade it? I hope you keep it 10 years so then it, the hell damage doesn't matter as much. But if you want to trade that car in the next two or three years, you're going to take a huge loss. I saw Mitsubishi's that they were taking three and 4000 off. And I know for a fact, because I know the body shop manager before he left there, 
they collected twelve to fifteen thousand on hail damage, and they knocked off three or four thousand. And then the people figured out they didn't like the Mitsubishi because it's not much car. They were trying to trade them, so they owed twenty-five, thirty thousand on a five thousand dollar car. Then they couldn't trade; they were upside down. And now they get Mitsubishi. Hey, they're they're trying every way in the world to sell their product. If it's too good to be true, hey, it's probably not very good. I mean, there ain't nothing free in the car business. Zero. Hey, I mean that them cookies and that fruit and them sodas in the in the shops there while you're waiting on your car or, or just visiting them. Hey, that's the sugar high to get ready for the sticker shock or the or the bill from the service department. Hey, the, the, and nothing's free in the car business. Hey, go to learn to buy and sell cars dot com. Hey, if you like what I'm doing, tell twenty people Randy Adams wants to buy your car. Tell twenty people to go to my website, learn to buy and sell cars dot com, and tell twenty people to go to Facebook Randy Adams because we want to get the word out. We want to teach you. We're working on YouTube channel, um, and so um, that's probably going to be uh, launched this next week. Got everything going in that direction. Uh, I want. I want to educate you. I want you to be prepared. I want you to understand what's going on in the car business, the good, the bad, and the ugly. I buy company trucks. I sell company trucks. Uh, I've got some 18-wheelers right now that are great buys and a a great finance company. If you're a little short on the down payment, hello, Herschel. Uh, uh, If you're a little short on the, I've got a great finance company financing 18-wheelers. If you need one to you got a contract and you need to make some money. I got low mileage Detroit uh, 60s with 10 speeds, day cabs at a bargain price. 100000 cheaper than uh, a new one. And it's low miles and it looks like new. I've got available another five of those. So I got two. If you're a big company, you need to buy seven to 10. I, I think I can get them all gathered up and help you in that situation. So I buy the good, the bad, and the ugly. Like I say, if you got an old car for sale, call me. If you got a new car for sale, call me. I'll try to work it out. I buy wrecks, bad motor cars. I buy anything that's legal. So you know, give me a call. I want it legal. I don't. I don't need no. I, I want to sleep good at night. No, I don't need none of that. I don't need the government and everybody else working on me. If you got a title problem, give me a call. I might be able to help there. Hello, Blaine. God bless you, San Antonio. I hope. Hey, forgive everybody. Hey, it's not worth the hassle. It's the best for you. Forgive everybody, love everybody, and tell the truth. God bless you. I love you, San Antonio. Tell 20 people to call Randy Adams, 830-708-4789.